Oi, tudo bem? My name is Thiago Romariz and this is the Labs Podcast. On the show today, we are still going to talk about the economic recovery and the political situation in Latin America during this period of crisis that we are living on right now. And for the episode today, we have another special guest. So come with me and welcome to the Labs Podcast. In the edition today, we have a special guest, as I said earlier. His name is Thiago de Aragão. He's the director of strategy of Arco Advice, a well-known company in the U.S., So, let's talk about economics, let's talk about politics, and mainly, let's talk about the recovery of the region after the crisis of COVID-19. So, Thiago, four starts. Thank you very much for being here with us. And my first question is about Brazil. How will the political factor behave in the country's economic recovery? Will it be easier to invest or will resume the investments around here? Well, the the political factor is extremely critical for the country's economic recovery since it is the main source of uncertainty among foreign investors in relation to long-term investments in the country. Why? Because at the end of the day, what the investors want, especially the investors who are aiming at long-term projects, infrastructure projects, etc., they want to have a sort of forecast of stability. And although they can make calculations of economic development and potential recovery and growth over a specific period of time, they cannot do the same in terms of political behavior, especially because the source of the political instability in the country most of the time comes from the government. So this led to a, a feeling of insecurity because they cannot pressify the political risk in a precise manner in order to calculate how stable or unstable the environment will be one year or two years from now. So this is a, a major factor of instability. In order to resume investments in Brazil, it all depends on the analysis from each specific fund or each specific investor. And there are several types of investments and several profile of investors. So in a general term, the political, the economic environment, there's a general understanding that the downfall of the economic environment in Brazil was led by an external factor. Therefore, it was not based on a fundamental mistake from the economic team. Second, Brazil became cheap because of the exchange rate. Third, there are several companies in Brazil which are sound, which are profitable, which has a, a, a decent cash flow and that has margin to grow. Fourth, there are some intentions of privatizations, such as the sewage system, for example, and further down the line, the Eletrobras, that are from specific services that invariably people will consume. So there are important points in the outlook that stimulates these individuals to keep looking in Brazil. And different than other countries in Latin America, the, the fact that Brazil is a country that even with political chaos, the institutionality of the country remains solid, This is something that is important to attract investment. 
In a recent webinar from AMI, you've said that in the coming months, uh, Brazil will be an open shopping mall for investors in a positive and at the same time in a negative way uh, for the country, for the population. Why did you mean uh, saying this? Can you explain to us? Well, what I meant that Brazil would become an open shopping mall for investors is that, as I mentioned earlier, Brazil is becoming cheaper because of the exchange rate and because of the pressure on top of the companies because of all sorts of problems that they're having. Uh, the consumption has dropped, the projection of growth has also dropped considerably, and some companies, they are facing a situation that perhaps uh, having a partner or selling part of their companies or acquiring loans or any other particular uh, needs that they might have is also perceived as a great opportunity for the investors. At the same time, it could be negative because in a moment of financial asphyxiation, a company might look not to the best buyer, but to any buyer. And, to, and looking at any buyer or any investor, this does not necessarily lead to a sound development of that particular business. It could lead to being shut down, to being mismanaged, to being merged, to simply cease existing. Uh, so it is something that has to be evaluated on a case-by-case -case analysis because it is a moment that the difficulty in which several companies will face further down the line will generate an environment that you're going to have several potential investors, buyers, etc., but not necessarily the best buyers or, or the best investors. Good. And as you are professional that it's in contact with a lot of investors that are interested in Latin America, in Brazil and all, what are the main doubts of the foreign investors about Brazil, Mexico and other countries in Latin America right now? The main doubts about foreign investors regarding Brazil is how the political environment will behave in the next six months to one year, for example, and maybe even a little bit further until the elections. And this doubt has a few factors in it. First, will the government be able to commit itself to solid economic measures and responsible actions that has no other goal or objective other than recovering the economy and helping the society to reach a pre-coronavirus uh, level of stability, consumption, etc. This is the point of uh, that generates doubt because while several investors, they still trust the economic team, they understand that Brazil, different than most countries in Latin America, has the most powerful, uh, autonomous, and decisive parliament. So everything at the end of the day, every analysis, is not made on top of specific individuals, but the relationship between groups of individuals. So when they observe the relationship between the Ministry of Economy and the Congress, they generate a calculation of how uh, positive this relationship will be and which sort of problems will emerge from this relationship. In this particular link from the Ministry of Economy to the Congress, uh, they have a positive outlook because they understand that there is a general positive mood inside the Brazilian parliament to approve reforms 
in 2021, especially under the new leadership that we will have in the Speaker, in the House of Representatives and at the Senate. When the investor looks at the relationship between presidential palace and Congress, doubts rise considerably because this relationship, they understand that will not function on a pragmatic mode because they understand that the political nature of President Bolsonaro is, is a nature of confrontation. So because of this nature of confrontation, they understand that any time that his popularity might be affected or that a black swan emerges, the logical target could be someone or a group of individuals in the Congress understanding that the Congress has much more power to retaliate the government than the government has of retaliating the Congress. So in this eventual and potential battle between the presidential palace and the Congress, the Congress will always win. And this is a major factor of instability because given the recent history, they believe it will happen, but they don't know how, when, and to what extension. So one more time, Thiago. Thank you very much for your answers and to tell us uh, your opinion about the situation in Latin America, in Brazil, during this time. So it's such an important time that we are living right now and hope to hear from you again real soon here at Labs Podcast. And this was the episode for today. Please don't forget to subscribe on our channel and on our podcast on Spotify, Deezer, Google's podcast, and of course on iTunes as well. And of course, don't forget to access our website, lab.ebanks.com, where we have a lot of different content about business, economics, and politics in Latin America. My name is Thiago Romariz, and once again, thank you very much. This was the Labs Podcast.